friends, we're back with a special episode of Podcast in a Pear Tree. I'm Samantha. I'm Aaron Lee. And I'm Danielle. So today we're so excited. We're sad Christmas is behind us, but we're going to do some special episodes like once a month just to kind of touch base with everyone. Christmas all year round. Let's get excited and keep the spirit going. Only 11 months to go. I know. (laughs) So today we're going to get into it with one of our favorite Christmas queens, Candace Cameron Bure, CCB, (laughs) as we like to call her. And we're going to really outline her career and kind of like go through all of our favorites, right? Yeah. So Erin Lee, take us back to, to the beginning. Yeah, but Danielle also is going to oh, yes. provide a unique perspective for us here because Danielle hasn't seen a lot of Candace Cameron. I, yeah, because I am I watch Lifetime things. And so my frame of reference for the Christmas Queens, quote unquote, is very different. But I know of this because of you two. So I'll be learning along with people who might be listening and might be asking questions. Be audience surrogate for this. Danielle, I will say, just like you are coming to Hallmark, I am going to Lifetime because... <laughs> We watched <laughs> Hoax, the Sherry Papini story the other day, <laughs> and I enjoyed it. Very different from their Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. It's a very different vibe. That is so very, different. Such a different, yeah. Ooh, that Sherry Papini. <laughs> <laughs> But they get good people. They do. So I'll learn a little bit more about what's going on with Candace and the history. (laughs) If I know something, I'll I'll chime in. But more than likely, I'm just going to like poke around and ask some questions. All right. Well, let's start off with a quick bio. Candace Cameron Bure was born Candace Cameron on April 6th, 1976. (laughs) Oh, we're going way back. Okay. Okay. That was the bicentennial. Wow. <laughs> she was born on April 6, 1976 in Panorama City, California. Her parents oh. were Robert and Barbara. They were a gym teacher and a talent manager, respectively. And by five years old, Candace was in television commercials. And by 11, she was starring on Full House, which ran- I know that. Night- you knew that one. <laughs> I knew that one. Good. That's but what you, I knew. But Danielle, you also know her brother, right? Oh, yeah. Right. Kirk Cameron on yeah, Kirk Cameron. Pains. Right. Yeah. Growing Pains. Yeah. Right. Growing and pains. she guest starred on an episode mm-hmm. of Growing Pains as well. What? Yeah, oh, she definitely cool. did. Yes. But sorry, sorry. Uh, I, I continue. So, anyway, I just keep... Yes. Uh, according to her website, she did not grow up in a Christian home. She said she, quote, grew up in a moral home, a home that stressed the importance of living by the golden rule, but not a home that talked about Jesus. She went on to mention that her parents had a rough patch in their marriage, and that's when the family started going to church. She said she wasn't the typical child star because she never had problems with addiction or alcohol abuse or legal issues or anything like that. But to her, religion was just a helpline. Personally, I think she had a lot of thought and a lot of reflection and she figured something out. And I'm going to read this directly off of her website. I'm going to change pronouns to go from first person to third person. God's standard of goodness is different from the world's standard. And for the first time, she saw herself as a sinner. I mention this because as we talk about her movies, we're going to see how her faith does play into some of the choices that she makes. In the mid-90s, as Candace's full house life was winding down, her co-star, Dave Coulier, introduced her to a Russian hockey player named Valerie Val Beret at a charity hockey game. And her personal life started taking off because CCB and Val were married in 1996. I did not know that um, Uncle Coulier... Yeah. Yeah. 
Uncle Joey introduced them. Yeah, Uncle Joey. Interesting. And that was the year after Full House ended. No, they dated for about a year. So it was the year Full House ended that she met him. Oh, got it. And she married him in 1996, which was the year after Full House was done. Got it. She had made a couple of TV movies in 1996. They were very much like ripped from the headlines or like after school special type things. One was Those are very different things. (laughs) Sorry. Ripped from the headlines versus after school special. Less ripped from the headlines, more after school (laughs) special. It was very much like how to deal with this issue that you might have as a teenager. They're called things like no one would tell and she cried no. Oh, okay. All right. By 1998, Val and Candace had their first child and it was a daughter named Natasha. By 2002, they had added two more to their brood, two sons named Lev and Max, and that completed the family of five. It was around this time that Candace was really figuring out what her faith meant to her. And so I think that in conjunction with having three children under the age of 10 in the house led her to take a little time away from the spotlight. A few years later, 2007, uh, she's she was back. She started making some cameo appearances on TV shows like That's So Raven. And she was in a feature film called The Wager. And 2008 is where we got our first little Candace Cameron Bure nibble on Hallmark. She put out mm, a movie on Hallmark okay. called Moonlight and Mistletoe. And though it would be a few more years, she would find her way back. After Moonlight and Mistletoe, she went on. She did a couple more made-for-TV movies. She had a series on ABC Family called Make It or Break It that ran for three seasons. And then she did The Heart of Christmas in 2011, which was not a Hallmark movie. But it wasn't until 2014 that Candace came back to Hallmark and reintroduced herself to us with the film Let It Snow. And her final, up until now, Hallmark movie, The Christmas Contest, aired in 2021. Throughout those seven years, she also starred in other Hallmark films, including the Aurora Tea Garden mystery series that aired 18 films on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Wow, that is crazy bananas. That's more That's more than Christmas films. <laughs> yes, that is. Yes, in one series. Aurora Tea Garden mysteries. But isn't, isn't there an actress has the last name Tea Garden? Mm, I don't know. Yes, Amy Tea Garden. Yes, She was okay. in the holiday class reunion on Hallmark this year. Yes, okay. I'm getting confused. I'm like, wait, isn't that a person? Aurora Tea Garden is the fictitious character. She's a librarian who solves crimes. She's also a brunette and I'm not sure I like it for Candace. Anyway, we're fascinating. Talk about these movies. Let's start with Moonlight and Mistletoe. 2008, Candace's first holiday film. I assume this is rough. (laughs) I didn't think it was that rough. I thought it was pretty good. It was before Hallmark started Countdown to Christmas. So they were Mm -hmm. figuring out their formula right here. So we have a driven city career woman comes back to her small town to save the family business and ends up falling in love. Yeah. So it has all those classic Hallmark tropes. I mean, I watched it for the first time this weekend. In 2008, I wasn't watching Candace Cameron Murray in a Christmas film. Um, but it's fine. It's kind of ridiculous. Her character is very, I've noticed a lot within her films that she is really bitchy. Like she can play 
a bitch a bitchy character pretty well she's always like angry and like she's always pissed about something and then she warms her heart to something and then all of a sudden she's Candace and it's really funny to me but Tom Arnold was great in this I will say he's really committed to that character he plays Santa Claus in their hometown Tom Arnold is in this film Tom Arnold Arnold plays her dad in a Hallmark film wow he he also plays Santa they own Santaville they own Santaville Santaville Okay, which is a like fake a, Santa. He's fake Santa. He's okay. fake Santa. He's not real That's Santa. Good. All right, just making sure. Santaville is like in a theme park. That's yeah, Santa, it's like, like this Christmas old theme park that is in the past. Everybody remembers their great Christmases at Santaville, but nobody goes there anymore. No, I mean it looked like it fallen on hard times. It had fallen on hard times. So anyway, so Candace goes back to Santa, but why does she go back there? Because her dad's sick. He broke his leg. That's right. He had an injury. Anyway, so she comes back to look after him, but I just felt like she was shouting so much in this movie. She was just like so irritated about like so many different things. And then what does she learn that like Santaville's like in the toilet and like. And then she falls victim to some mysterious, good looking financial planner, but he's really trying to steal Santaville out from under them. <laughs> I think it's super cheesy. Where is it at again? Somewhere in New England. Oh, nondescript. Okay. It's mm-hmm. a train ride away from Boston. Right. Okay. So basically, Aaron Lee's hometown. <laughs> no, jeez. We, we did not have a Santaville. And if we did, it would not have been cheesy because I would have gotten in there and fixed it if it was. <laughs> So if you're wanting to know why they call it Moonlight and Mistletoe, well, there's only one reason. And Tom Arnold says it's because when they're like being really sentimental, talking about the dead mom. Mm-hmm. There's <laughs> always a scene where they talk about the dead mom. They're, like I said, Hallmark is figuring mm-hmm. out their the formula. formulas here. Yes. So yeah. they're trying things. They're Let's have a conversation about the dead mom. Let's have this. The boyfriend was in my life earlier and now comes back. And these are tropes that we see. Look at mm-hmm. Holla at the Holly that we watched this year. They were friends as kids. And then she comes back yep. and they get together. That's literally what I was, as you were talking, that's what I was thinking in my mind was, okay, this sounds like this. And that, that came, I thought of that. Mm-hmm. Holla the Holly, very interesting parallels. Ironically, haha, Holla the Holly coming out the year that like Lisey Chabert is being crowned the new queen. Interesting. <gasps> oh, Danielle, I like where you're going with this. My mind is blown. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I love it. All right. So that was Holly at the Holly. No, no, no. Moonlight to Mistletoe. That was not Holly at the Holly. That was Moonlight. Okay. So that (laughs) was Moonlight Mistletoe. It could have been though. That's her, that is her introduction to Hallmark Christmas. I mean, it was classic Candace Canberra Beret. Let's face it. She hit all the marks and it really takes you into where she goes next, which Mm -hmm. is Let It Snow. Well, I was well, going to do The Heart of Christmas. It's not a Hallmark, but it is a Christmas movie. Which I realized I didn't see. I, I, I think did see it. So I don't so know anything about this one. I will give you a brief synopsis. Candace Cameron Bure plays Megan Walsh, who is a busy mom who works from home at some, again, some sort of sales job. She likes sales jobs. <laughs> um, while her husband is struggling to get his MBA. So they're very, very busy. And it is Halloween. 
and their son wants to go trick-or-treating and their daughter wants to be dropped off at her friend's house. And so Candace says, I'll take you trick-or-treating in her friend's neighborhood after we drop her off so we can get all of this done all at once. And so they go to the friend's neighborhood to go trick-or-treating and she notices all the neighbors are putting up Christmas decorations. So she goes over to the neighbors, which this is something I would never do. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm in a strange neighborhood. I know no one. I see somebody putting up Christmas decorations in October. I'm not walking up to them and saying, excuse me, why are you putting up Christmas decorations in October? But Candace does. And the woman just says, in this neighborhood, it's Christmas already. Do you know what, though? I picture Candace Cameron doing that. This is her in the beginning where she's kind of bitchy and she will do that. (laughs) Anyway, so the woman hands her a card. She's like, if you really want to know what's going on, read this blog. And so she takes it and it's like, okay. And then as she's walking away, the woman goes, oh, be careful. It will change your life. So Candace Cameron Bure goes home and she starts to read. The blog is a mommy blog about a child dealing with cancer and going through chemotherapy. And as it turns out, this kid is not that into Halloween, but loves Christmas. When they finally tell the parents that the kid has four to six weeks to live and there's nothing else we can do. They take the kid home and they're trying to make him just as comfortable as he can be. And all the neighbors are like, how can we not hover and bother them, but still honor them at the same time? And then the dad decides to decorate his house for Christmas just so the kid can see some Christmas lights. And one of the neighbors sees that and says, ah, idea. And so the whole neighborhood decorates their houses for Christmas. At Halloween. And then they call the doctor from St. Jude's Hospital and they all sing Christmas carols to the little boy and he dies a few weeks later. Oh, wow. That's sad. It's a tearjerker. It's Christmas adjacent because it is taking place at Halloween time. (laughs) I was going to say, I was like, like, can we scotch back a little bit? You're like, kids not really into Halloween. I'm like, wait, what? I'm so confused. But whatever. <laughs> well, don't I'm forget, go Danielle, with it. We, we initially saw this because we were going to go trick-or-treating in the friend's neighborhood and they were decorating for Christmas. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, in this movie, it didn't feel like Candace was actually the lead. It ah, was the the mom yeah. was the lead character, really. And Candace was just kind of there to read the blog because we saw the, the story in flashback. Oh, okay. It was not her best, but also not her worst. It definitely hits on her faith and kind of delivering her faith to the masses through her art. I feel, again, this is me, Erin Lee, saying... I feel that this is the type of movie she wants to be making and Hallmark wasn't offering it to her. And she wanted to go to GAC where they would give her the opportunity to make these types of movies. Hmm. So that's the heart of Christmas. I don't know if I'll watch that. It seems too sad, but also too like messing with my mind with Halloween. (laughs) I I have a hard time compartmentalizing Halloween and Christmas. How did you find this movie anyway? Like if you watched it. It's on Revy. Oh, okay. Amazon Prime with ads. That's mm. so funny because that just came up on our TV a few days ago and we were like, what's Revy? And so now we know. Thanks, Aaron. Now you know. The more you know. The more you Part know. of Christmas from 2011 <laughs> on Freebie. Oh, gosh. I recommend you curl up with a box of tissues. <laughs> I don't wow. know if I can. It's too sad <laughs> for me. 
Yeah, bust out some Halloween candy. <laughs> and cry my eyes out. <laughs> While eating your fun size Snickers. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Watching oh. a Christmas movie. Wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey guys, Aaron Lee here. I edit most of these podcasts, and as such, I can tell you, we have way too much content for just one episode here, so I'm going to split it into two. But that means that I need to do all of our sign-offs right here, right now. So I typically say... Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Please rate and follow. And if you feel so inclined, click that link and give us a review. Let us know what you're thinking. We'd love to hear from you. Samantha says, and find us where you find your podcasts. And finally, Danielle signs us off by saying, bye-bye. On the next podcast in a pear tree. That's the whole thing is that they're exes and they're like fighting, but they're like flirty. So when did Alan Thicke work with Candace Cameron Bure? I need you, I need you to watch this, Danielle. Uh, they rerun this one every year. This one's one of their staples. But also talk about things falling into place. Like you just like are working at a cafe and then all of a sudden this lady retires. You get the job that you have before and you have can afford to adopt a child. Jane Seymour. Oh, oh yeah, the guy, the guy. Never mind. <laughs> I may be making a face, but I'm trying to think of that movie. Okay. Uh, My mind is is exploding. Her dad owns the resort in Phoenix. She works for her dad. Now that I think about it, what a scary concept. She does a lot in Massachusetts. I support this being from Massachusetts. It's a great <laughs> state. Because that's the most intriguing part to me. <laughs> they started having kids early. I get it. Like, I get it now because the shoot. Is it OK if I share this? But they also find a love interest. Shocker. She's a small town doctor now. <laughs> this movie is kind of funny, though, in a way, because isn't she like an HR? But they ask her to plan like the Christmas yeah. event. <laughs> yeah. Check out the nice. Friendly app. F-R-N-D-L-Y. We should solicit some sponsorship there. It's a departure for Candace. You have to watch these. I was like, okay, okay. Like for years. I'm like, uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> Very sus. It We're, is sus. It's so sus. <laughs>